Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before the episode, we have a few announcements for you. One, if you're going to be at AwesomeCon in D.C., so are we, so please come say hi to us. And two, if you're a fan of Jordan Denae and have been asking when some of our Marvel-inspired designs that have been discontinued are going to come back, hop on our mailing list at jordandenae.com because we have a surprise for you. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is great for people who really want to read a lot of books, but aren't actually going to read a lot of books. So you can listen to books on Audible. Um, We talk about so many cool books on the website, like V.E. Schwab's Shades of Magic series, and you can get all of those on Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. That's audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Janae, and I'm here with Laura Cerrone today. Hi. How's it going? It's, I'm doing well, other than a little cold, but couldn't, couldn't complain. Yeah, 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 good. Um, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about nerdy traveling and that you've been on some nerdy vacations lately. So now I just have like a million questions about, <laughs> about that. Um, what, what kind of nerdy trips have you been on lately? So I just spent the New Year's in England and Scotland. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> I have been, I have had taken two trips to the UK over the past like 12 years and I'm dying to go back. So I'm it's, already so jealous. In a word, it's magical. And not yeah. just because of Harry Potter, but like everything yeah. else too. No, totally. Okay. Where, where did you go? What did you do? Uh, so we started in London and we did mo- like, we hit most of the, the typical London spots, like Big Ben's under construction. I don't recommend seeing it. It was all under oh. Okay. Now. Um, but you know how in New York City they have the, the Cauldron Bar? Yeah. Have you heard of that? Well, they have it in London also. I think it originated there. Um, we, we went with a tour group and they had a Harry Potter studio tour. Um, but it had been booked up, so we couldn't go on it. I was gonna say I have seen so <laughs> many people talking about that. It seems super popular. So yeah, that's not surprising. So it was a little disheartening. So we decided let's do the Cauldron Pub there. Um, so we did that in London, and it was just like, you know, you're getting drunk, you're making cocktails, like you're tapping a wand to stuff, and you get you get so giddy with just, you know, you're making like a timeless trend fixed kind of drink or the blood boiling curse we also made. And we did shots with our bartender and they give you robes and you're just like, where am I? And why isn't this real life 24 seven? It was just (laughs) so much fun. So I've seen some people posting about it on like Instagram and stuff, but I Mm -hmm. haven't actually looked into it too much. How does it, how does that work? Like, do you go in and are they like, hi, welcome. Here are the instructions. Cause you don't have to make it up. Right. Like it's like, they tell you how to mix things. Yeah. They guide you through it. Uh, so you definitely have to make reservations beforehand, which was okay. what we did. Um, and I guess the, 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 I forget what they called themselves, but obviously they can't be officially, um, a part of Harry Potter. So they'll just right. be like 
any like non-trademarkable wizarding kind of thing. Uh-huh, totally. <laughs> uh, so he, I guess he's a waiter or service, but we had Dave or we, we actually ended up calling him Davros from Dr. Who. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we were getting that kind of level of drunk. So that's probably good, good, good. No, perfect. So when you first get there, he instructs you like how the premise works and you start off with uh, a drink that's already there for you. It's in like this little, like he calls it, I think a fairy box. So you basically like read the, the instructions on how to open the box. You have to like tap your wand to a certain spot and no open the door. So oh, the first cool. drink is mead. So he enjoyed some, some lovely, lovely mead. And then he gives you some time to look at the two drinks or actually the drinks that you would like to make. You do one drink per person in your party. So each person can choose a drink. Cool. Um, it was just me and my best friend. So we each got to choose one off the menu. The first one we did was the blood boiling curse, I think it was called. And that was fun because it like made the drink really bubbly and it was red and it, it was very delicious. And that one, they have different uh, expert levels. So this one I think was like, oh, beginner. cool. Okay. <laughs> Is that for people who go back like all the time? Oh, may- maybe. I mean, I the drink I picked was like the expert level. And we, we did an okay job on it. Like the, <laughs> the drink tasted really good, but I kind of like fumbled a couple of the steps where we were supposed to add like two servings or something. We only added one, but it was fine. We were drunk. Um, this, I am. I love hearing about that. I'm just sitting here like dying to be there. This is, I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> I love this so much. Okay, keep going. I, yeah, and you could also um, order drinks just from the regular bar. So we did we did one shot. I think it was like the um, – oh, God, it was like this bright green shot that was like smoking. I can't oh. remember the name. Something to do with death, of course, because, you know, Harry Potter and yeah. death. And we did another shot, too, with our waiter. And it was just – it was so much fun and – the bar is like so beautifully decorated and you're just like nerding out. And, uh, this is, and you're in the UK too, which makes it even closer to being real. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. That's that. I was like, we have to do all the Harry Potter stuff if we're here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, so uh, cool. and I don't know if you watched, yeah, you watched Dr. Who, right? Uh huh. So earlier in the day we had went to Stonehenge and oh, cool. me and my friend, we were playing the, uh, the speech that the doctor makes. Oh my God. <laughs> we were being that kind of tourist, a little unruly, but it was really cool. That's so, so cool. We were, we were trying to connect every location that we were going to, to something, you know, in media that we loved. And it was just, it was kind of fun. And I feel like after, like, I'll be reviewing things after and I'll be like, you know, I was in that square and that's where that took place. And I didn't even realize it. That's the worst when I, because like I wasn't as nerdy in college as Mm -hmm. I am now. And so the first time I went to the UK, no, the second time, the last time I went, Mm -hmm. I was in Kings Cross Station on like a sort of layover between trains for hours and just like totally forgot that it was the station from Harry Potter. So I just like didn't go to platform nine and the quarters. I didn't do any of it. And oh. then a week later I was like, what is wrong with me? Like I was just sitting there for hours. So I understand when, you, yeah. when you're like, why didn't I realize that's where this happened? That is a true pain. And oh man, I feel yeah. you. <laughs> at least, at least London's like an easy place to travel to. Like it's not the longest flight. It's, 
a big city, so you're never going to see it in one shot anyway. Um, we we also so we also left out of King's Cross um, to go to Edinburgh. And we left on a, on the Sunday. I don't, my head is still in like weird timing because I just got back from this trip, but we left on the Sunday and our, our train was leaving at like nine and we got there at eight or like, we got there at like seven 30 or eight. And there was already a line for the platform nine and three quarters, like photo opportunity. Yeah. And I, they weren't doing it yet. Like it was opening at eight. Oh my gosh. So and I had to be on my train platform at like nine fifteen. Like your actual. Okay, I'm gonna mix up my times. So it was really, really. We were, I was cutting it really close. All the other people in my tour group um, left the line because they're like, "We're gonna miss the train if we don't leave because they haven't started doing it yet." And I was like, "No." I was like, "I have a good feeling about this." I'm like, "I'm staying in it." So when it came up to me, it was like the exact minute that I had to like head down to my platform. Oh my god! And I go to the attendants. I'm like, "I gotta run to catch my train." I was like, "Can you just take it with my phone?" Because they also have a photographer there that takes it. Um, and you buy that. You could buy the photo. Uh, but literally, like, we put the scarf over me. I got into like the, the pose. <laughs> I was watching everyone else do because they have you do that. And they took it with my phone. He also took it with the camera. I was like, I was like, I, I gotta run. So I ran yeah, with all my girl, luggage. Can't do this. <laughs> And it was just, it was so wonderful to leave out of King's Cross. It wasn't like the Jacobite train, which is like the Harry Potter train they use in the movies, but it was still like, I just heard like the music swarming in my head and I was like, this is so wonderful. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so glad you got it right in time. It would have been such a bummer if you like stood in line and then missed it. I was, I was so stubborn about it too. I was like, you guys, I was like, I'm not going to miss the train. There's no way that I'm not going to get this photo if right. I'm here. I'm here. I have to. <laughs> yeah. So it was right then when there. you got to Edinburgh, did you do all of the like actual Harry Potter stuff that's there? Edinburgh is freaking amazing. Dude, it, I dream of that oh, place. I was only there gosh. for like three days and I want to move there. Yeah. that That's my feeling exactly. I was like, this is, I was like, I feel my soul is here. Yeah. And I got to, I did the elephant house. Yeah, um, so I got good. I got uh, spiked hot chocolate and like a purple yam cake, and I went by myself. And they seated me like right by in the back of the cafe are the windows that look out to Greyfriars Kirkyard, which is the graveyard. Yeah, and that's the graveyard that she pulled a lot of the names from the tombstones for characters. Oh my gosh! It's also one so of the most cool. haunted places in the world, which is also really fun Amazing. to know. Oh yeah. So, so I, and I like, I had my travel journal and I like pulled it out and I started writing and I was crying and I was like trying to eat my cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so like, that's cool that you knew all of that ahead of time. Cause again, like I said, I was not so nerdy when I went. Mm-hmm. And so I just went to Scotland, like, because I heard it was cool. And Edinburgh was like a place, like we just kind of yeah. randomly went there. And then I was staying in a hostel cause I was like 20 years old <laughs> and no money. And there was a, a Harry Potter walking tour that like a guy who worked at the hostel just did. And I had no idea all of that stuff was like, I had no idea. There's so much Harry Potter stuff there. It's amazing. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, a lot of people like think JK Rowling, they think London cause a lot yeah. of it does take place in London, but like she's from there. She's from Edinburgh. So and she still lives there. Although she lives like outside of the city now. And so she pulled a lot of the, the you, like, you really see the influence of Edinburgh 
in the Harry Potter series. There's the, the George Harriet school, which is right behind the graveyard. And it's an all boys private school. It has four like towers and they, they also there, they separate into four different, um, uh, like classes. So I don't know what the name of their, uh, houses are, but you know, it's like, it's like real. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. And, and that's, I mean, the George Harriet school, if you Google it, it looks a lot like Hogwarts. Yep. So it's oh, just, yeah. And, and like the people there, everyone will tell you that Scottish people are like the nicest people in the world. Yeah. Uh, we did the, did, the did you do the vault tour there? Yes, I did. Really scary, right? Yes. Okay. Amazing. Yes. So a bunch of people in our group had like little mini panic attacks and stuff like that. But the, our vault tour guide, he was like an older guy. He's never like seen or read Harry Potter or, but he went on. Really? Yeah. He went on and on at length about how much he like loved JK Rowling for doing what she did for like the city and like how much she gave back. He's like, we're we're so appreciative. And like, it's just hearing that you felt like so connected. Cause I always felt like a big part of like why I, you know, you know, try to do good things in my life is like based on the stuff I learned from the books about being a better yeah. person. No, totally. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So I'm just like, I was crossing my fingers. I'd meet like a really like beautiful Scottish man. We'd like whisper. Just an excuse to never come back. Yeah, that would be a good excuse. Uh, So what else did I do that was nerdy there? I did do a day excursion to the Highlands. So we did um, Dune Castle, which is about an hour, hour and a half drive uh, north into the Highlands from Edinburgh. Uh, You'll know Dune Castle for, uh, it's been the filming location for a lot of different places. Uh, But most recently... Uh, it was Winterfell in season in episode one of Game of Thrones. Oh wow! That's where they filmed that. They filmed a bunch of Outlander there. I was going to say that's bringing back all kinds of Outlander. Yeah, and they filmed all kinds of Outlander vibes. And they filmed a bunch of Outlander in Edinburgh itself too. Um, so the fun thing about Dune Castle is, you know, in the first season of Outlander, when Claire is trying to escape the. uh, uh, where is she? I don't remember the name of the castle they call it there. Uh, I think it's like McDermott's castle or something. And she I'm goes so through that like him. little crevice in the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Like I got to go into that crevice. Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> like, so cool. like, yeah. And it was so beautiful. And they also filmed uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail there too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. So you, you just hit all the nerdy things, and you're like, how is this tiny of a country of a city? so jam-packed of all these like wonderful things that have like been in my life forever (laughs) that's so cool too because like london is super different from edinburgh which is super different from like going out into like the fields and where there are castles so all of that isn't that far away from each other but it's like like yeah like you said it's all right there but it's so different yeah it's it's amazing Mm -hmm. what was your favorite Part. Oh my god! <laughs> you can have a couple um, answers if you want. Yeah, <laughs> to pick like well, one favorite. Definitely going to the elephant house was was very like emotional for me. Oh yeah! If anyone doesn't know what that is, explain uh, why 
that. So, okay. So that is where JK Rowling wrote parts of the Harry Potter books. Um, a lot of people say that she started writing it there, but my tour guide was like, that's most likely not true. Um, they, she thinks that chambers and goblet of fire was mostly written there. Um, and there was another cafe. It's no longer there, but it's now like a yogurt shop. I didn't go to it, but it's called spoons. And apparently that's where she also did like a lot of the writing too. Um, but yeah, the elephant house, there is a line to get in. You can go in without buying anything. They ask for like a donation, uh, to their, the charity they support. Um, but if you want to, if you want to eat, like there's a bit of a wait, um, which it wasn't bad when I went and I went during new year's. So the city is like, was packed with people. Um, and if you do go to the elephant house, bring a marker and go to the bathroom and you can sign the wall. It's all like, yeah. And apparently like if JK Rowling stops by, she always like goes into the bathroom and like reads the messages. Um, and they do paint over like, they have one wall under plexiglass, so they never paint over that one. But I think the other walls in the bathroom, they do paint over. I was going to say, there's no way that's not yeah. just covered in like a day. That's yeah. so cool. But I was like, oh, it's such a fun thing to contribute to and just like write a little message about how thankful you are. Yeah. Um, but that was really awesome. The other part is being that I was in Edinburgh for New Year's, um, they really like to party for New Year's. Uh they do That's great. <laughs> my kind of town. Yeah. Yeah. They do a, there's this like a three day celebration called Hogmanay. And the first night that we were there, they did a torchlight procession. So there was like a guy dressed up as Loki, uh, like, like Avengers, Loki? like Norse God, more Norse God. Loki. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, what is that to do with anything that makes yeah. the real one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he, he, gave, he gave like a little speech. I don't remember what he said. And then there was like a Celtic band or Celtic band. Oh God, I'm tripping on my words. And, yeah, no, <laughs> and they start playing and they have like fire. And then everyone, like thousands and thousands of people were walking the streets with torches, like real wow. fire torches. And it was just stunning. Um, so that was, a, cool. yeah, that was the night before New Year's Eve. For New Year's, um, they do a big street party and they had like, you could buy tickets to different parts of the street party. We just did like the general one, but the other part had like a concert with like Franz Ferdinand going on. Um, and at midnight they launch fireworks from Edinburgh castle. Oh, wow. And it was just so stunning. And we're just there. Like when you go on a tour group, uh, we went with people, it was just me and my best friend that knew each other and everyone else we didn't know, but everyone else was kind of in the same boat. And you just like, something about traveling or like the shared experience, you just bond with people so quick. So you're just like hugging and like crying with these people you just met a couple days before and you're watching these beautiful fireworks. And it's just like, that was another moment of uh, being amazed. That's also not the kind of thing you get to do in the United States very often. Like we don't really have castles. So you can't like see castle fireworks. (laughs) We have a castle deficiency here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just like being there and yeah. being able to do that kind of thing. Uh, that's so incredible. And the, what was the, what was the tour like? Like did, where did you, how did it go? Like, did you start in flying to London and then like go around and come back or? Yeah. So we had booked, um, I've been wanting to go to Scotland for a really long time. 
And I was supposed to go earlier in this year and things didn't work out financially for me because I had to pay like vet bills that came up unexpectedly. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, you know, think of it to do later after I pay off these bills. And so me and my best friend we were, it was like right after black Friday. And I guess we both got emails for like, um, for prices off for this tour group called EF ultimate break. Um, they used to just be for college students, but now they do tours for like 18 to 29 year olds. Um, so oh. I was like, this is perfect. Cause I'm going with people around my same age. Uh, and we, and we booked for their London, Scotland, uh, nearest tour. So we all, each of us flew into Heathrow and we're all from different parts of like the U S and we spent three days in London, I think. And then the cool. rest of the time in Scotland. And That's so awesome. Yeah. And, and flying back, we, we didn't have a direct flight. So we flew up to Amsterdam, ran, got off the plane, ran to the boarding of our connecting flight back to New York. And it was just, it was a little intense. It was a long day. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other thing about Scotland, I definitely need to go back to do like more of the highlands and like Isle of Skye and all that stuff, but you need to, you need to see their cows. Their cows are the cutest cows in the history. Really? Oh yeah. Aww. They call them coos there. Oh my god! And they just look like like the emo version of a cow. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> I have never heard that before. Oh, if you if you like look them up online, you will forever be in love. They are just the sweetest Aww. looking thing ever. Are there like fields of cows? Are they in a certain spot or? Um, they kind of roam around wherever we, our tour guide knew where there were going to be some. So he okay. like stops by this like inn on the side of the road and we brought like apples so and bananas to like call them over and feed them. And oh you gosh. can pet them a little bit, but they have big horns and they like to like move their head a lot. So you just have to watch yourself. Okay. They're the cutest things. That's that's the kind of stuff that like I've I don't think I've ever traveled with a tour and that's the kind of stuff that's so cool about it because like when I hear things like that like if you're just going you wouldn't necessarily know that or like plan ahead so that's really really cool to have someone from the place you're going who's like here are all the secrets we have yep. really cute cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really lucked out with like really wonderful tour guides. Um, obviously, like we had a tour director and she was with us for the entire the entire week. And then she, we'd also have like a local guide who would walk us around like London or um, our Scottish guide who was hysterical. So it was just nice because they have like a different perspective and they're not like, I guess here in New York, we're kind of like, uh, tourists, but there everyone was just like, oh, you guys are interested in us and we want to like share with you. Like, here's my favorite bar. And like, it's so open and inviting. And I'm just like, this is so refreshing from like how downtrodden it feels sometimes in New York. Oh yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like tourism actually is kind of cool it just when you live in a place where you're trying to like live your life I I totally feel the same way where you're like oh everyone is just here taking pictures I'm just trying to like get to work (laughs) but it's cool to go somewhere that's not like that like it restores your sense of wonder a little bit yeah it makes you kind of want to treat people a little nicer because we did we did this stupid tourist thing like we stood in the way of things like you're not fully your your senses are all heightened and 
Um, the one thing I didn't get to do in Edinburgh, which I, tr- I put it on my like personal itinerary, but we- it was so packed in Edinburgh. So it was a lot of crowds and stuff, but they filmed parts of Avengers Infinity War in Edinburgh. Oh, the beginning with yeah, the, with Vision. And Vision. Awesome. So I wanted to I go to that. About that. Yeah. But it's always the next time. I think when I go back, I won't do it during like a holiday time just because it was so busy and a lot of things were closed, which makes sense. Uh, and and Scotland celebrates New Year's for three days, so everything's closed for like three days. Yeah. Okay, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool though. <laughs> I have all of the like travel envy right now. That's one of my favorite places in the world. And as someone who speaks English, it's also nice because you can get around too. Like, yeah, I love going to other countries, but there is like when you can't speak to people very well, that affects your trip. So I know yeah. that's also partly why I love was There wasn't as much stress of like transporting or like, how do I know this is like kind of a good place for me to be? Um, like London, the tube, what their version of the subway is very easy to navigate. It's much more organized. Yeah. Um, we also ended up taking Uber a bunch of times when it was like really late at night just to be on the safer side of things. But. I'm so thankful for Uber yeah. after traveling, like all of those. Cause they work like a lot of the same services are global now, which is, Oh my gosh, it changes everything. Yeah. You don't have to download any other apps or stuff, which is, which is helpful. But, yeah. And, and the other thing that makes you come, like, I always feel a little, I guess a little like lost coming home after traveling. Cause I'm like, yeah. it doesn't feel as much of my home as it was before. And I'm just trying to like think positively. Like I live in New York. I was like the New York, New York city is chock full of nerdy things to see. And I I've gone and seen a bunch of those places. Um, so you just kind of have to be like, there's plenty at home also to enjoy. Yeah, that's true. It is hard. Like it, that's a hard mental balance to be like traveling is fun, but it's not realistic to do all the time for most people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So appreciate it. Yeah, I agree as I mean, I've only lived in New York for 10 years, not my whole life. But Mm -hmm. sometimes, even sometimes if I'm just like, driving around or like walking through Manhattan, like, Oh my gosh, this is an amazing place too. Like I take it for granted a lot. So oh, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's hard to be that like aware of yourself and how lucky you are all the time. But traveling is cool to give you that other perspective. Yeah, it, it definitely it definitely helps. And when you meet people abroad um, and you tell them you're from New York or wherever, they'll they'll be so like a lot of times they're so excited, like, oh my god, have you done this or this? And I'm like. I was like, I've never been up the Empire State Building. I've never done the Statue of Liberty. I've never done any of these things. Um, I know. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll be a tourist now. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone is listening and they're like, okay, you've inspired me. I'm going to go like plan a UK tour now or a trip now. What Do you have any advice for someone like to get started? Do you, I mean, it sounds like you really liked the tour that you did. Is there any other like, um, was there any other places that you like looked before you went to get ideas of what to do? Or was it all just like things that you knew you liked that filmed 
around there <laughs> that you were trying to hit? Um, I liked when I was looking around, I knew I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to do a tour just because I've been, you know, working so much. And I was like, I can't plan all the logistics. And I'm, I'm a big planner. Yeah. Like, I made my own separate itinerary for the trip, like down to the hour. Cause I'm insane. But I was like, I can't go through the booking of the flights. I can't, you know, dinner reservations every night, whatever. Um, so it was nice to have that, uh, with the tour, they also gave us plenty of free time. So, oh, cool. and they, they'd kind of let us know what day we we're going to be free for something or like, Oh, you have your, you know, city tour in the morning. That'll be about four or five hours. And then you have the rest of the day. You could either revisit spots that you kind of feel like you breezed by that you want to see a little more of. Um, I, I would book my own trip by myself too, but it was nice to definitely do it in a group. Um, being, especially with a big city, like it, it's almost, you're looking in every direction because everywhere you look is something awesome. So it kind of keeps you a little more directed. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely like, it was definitely a little fast paced. <laughs> Can't believe it's yeah, that. What was that? What was, what the, was the total number of days? Um, I flew out there on the 26th, so, and then we flew back on the 2nd. Okay, so I was, I was really there for, like, January, tw- uh, December 27th to the 1st. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was just, it was, ah, uh, it's a great place. And a lot of people are like, why didn't you go somewhere warm for New Year's? And I'm like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> I like yeah. the cold weather. <laughs> There's something kind of magical about being somewhere that feels like Christmas and New Year. Like, it feels like the holidays. And Yeah. I get into, like, the Home Alone 2 vibes where, like, yeah. Kevin's like, you can't go to Florida for Christmas. It's not Christmas. And I'm like, hell yeah, Kevin. Like, you need the – I need the cold. And also, <laughs> as, like, a Harry Potter fan, like, Christmas is always such a big part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, being there during the holidays, I'm sure, is so magical. Oh. Yeah, you definitely feel like very cozy and like everything's so beautifully decorated still. And everyone's just in a better mood with holidays. Yeah, especially after instead of right before. (laughs) I'm sure that's the best time to go. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Are you, are you like, um, are you posting about your trip anywhere? Like publicly? Like, do you have like photos from it or are you like writing about it? Or do you like more do like just personal, um, like a personal travel journal. Um, I've been starting to put some of my, like my better photos on Instagram. Uh, I will eventually like put them on my website once I like edit through them more and probably like, yeah, I mean, this is back. like yeah. very soon after you got yeah. back. So. <laughs> that makes uh, sense. But yeah, I've been, I've been slowly like trickling it all out and just like trading photos with the people on my tour. And like, we're also like making plans, like, see each other across the country and stuff so it's nice to have like friends all over that's so cool so where um where can people find your your website or your um or your web or yeah your instagram uh i'll just do my instagram because i have like a link on my profile oh, that'll lead everywhere cool. so my instagram is legend of laura sweet that's an awesome <laughs> name. <laughs> That's so cool. And then probably by the time the episode comes out, you'll have even more photos and stuff up, which is awesome. For sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for chatting with me about this. I'm like, 
uh, it's, I'm going to plan a trip really okay. soon. I, I have you, to go. If you need any help, hit me up. I still have my itinerary saved so I could easily send, I could actually forward it to you because it was a really convenient website to use that I did. I would um, love that. And then if you don't mind, we can post it like in the show notes if anyone uh, is interested yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, please. That would be amazing. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I, I love, <laughs> I love this. I like, <laughs> feel like I'm going to go watch all of the British shows and movies now. <laughs> you know, Spend the rest of my day doing that. You know what we tried to do so hard? They had the Doctor Who New Year's special. I still haven't watched it because obviously, like, we were trying to watch it there, but we had, like, our farewell dinner during the same time. Oh, no. I was like, I could have watched Doctor Who in the UK. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would have been so amazing. That's like on the bucket list for next time yeah definitely so cool (laughs) oh my god thank you so much laura i am so excited about all of this stuff i can't wait to like look through your photos and Uh. (laughs) look through your itinerary this is awesome yeah yeah um and thank you guys all so much for listening if you uh want to plan your own trip we'll post all of the stuff and photos you can get excited um and if you like this episode and want to listen to more we have a whole library of other episodes you can leave us a rating or review um if you want to help support us or check out our patreon um but yeah have a great week and stay nerdy we'll talk to you later Bye. bye